السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. How are you guys doing today? Is this this is the the tenth episode, right? Something like that. Or the ninth? I don't know. Yeah. No, no, it's the tenth. This is okay. We just released the ninth. I ship it, man. Allah mashallah. Hey, but uh, welcome back to a new episode of this Dean Tour podcast. Uh, today we have an interesting topic. Uh, I've gotten a lot of requests about it. Uh, we're speaking about you know culture versus Islam. You know, there's there's a lot of people out there who want to say things are Islamic when really they put their cultural bias onto things. And, you know, that's actually a sin. And here we're about, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about any experiences we may have had with that. Mm-hmm. You know, let's like, let's jump right into it. Look, let's start off with this. Islam is not an Arab religion. Islam does not associate any culture, culture with it. Islam is Islam. Your culture is your culture. Like that's, I feel like we could start that, start it off there. That's the base fundamentals. Islam is for everyone, for all mankind. Islam is how you should live your life. Like yeah, Islam it's is a way, way of, of life. life. Yeah. It's not a culture. Culture, culture is possibly like the food that you may have grown up with or like the clothing you may see around. Uh, Traditions. Languages. You see. Languages. Like in the, in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in chapter 49, verse number 13, <laughs> he created you in tribes and nations. So that we may know each other. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, he, he didn't say, so you may know one another and say that you're better than the other yeah. person. Like, no, none of us are better than each other. We're all better than each other. There's a big hikmah in that verse because uh, could you imagine if everyone looked the same and talked the same? No. How would you, uh, what if someone robbed somebody? How would you distinguish? How would you tell someone what they look like or yeah, describe exactly. them or describe their features? This, this in itself, it's a hikmah from Allah. But then we, we diluted it, we reversed it, and now like now even we're racist towards one another, we're hateful towards one another because of the way people speak. We hate someone because they're short, we hate someone because they're tall. Like, this is not Islamic at all. Right, and then going back to it, you know, being created in different cultures, right? The main purpose, the purpose was to, get, to try and get to know each other, right? Because mm-hmm. every culture has a flaw, every culture has strength. Same thing mm-hmm. with uh, all of Bani Adam, mm-hmm. right? We all have different weaknesses, we all have different strengths, right? So, and that, the same thing goes for culture, right? So some cultures, you know, the point was, you can take the weakness of your culture and go to a different culture and learn some of their strengths and bring mm-hmm. it back to your culture and vice yeah. versa. And by, yes. Yeah, being be able to like- It's spread, beneficial spread, knowledge yeah. for everyone. Everybody mm-hmm. could be able to spread the beneficial knowledge, weed out the weaknesses that you may have in terms of like where you come from. And people people's people's biggest misconception about islam is that another thing islam is here to wipe out culture like no you know allah 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 just wants to wipe out the injustices of all the cultures mm-hmm. you know the lies you know all of these things that that are associated with these cultures and not and to perfect them with mm-hmm. the, the religion of islam the deen of islam like an example say you have a family and they want to marry their daughter to like someone inside their culture only but their daughter finds a man that's outside of their culture and she wants to marry him but they will say no just because he's outside of their culture this is not islamic and this is totally forbidden it's actually encouraged to marry outside Uh, of culture, so that we may get that we may know one know one another yeah and like let me let me tell you something bro so recently i've been seeing it a lot more prevalent on social media there's a lot of people who want to say certain like things to me or to other people that i've seen and they want to say that this is not Islamic or uh, this is not the way of Islam. Or if you want people to look at you, then you have to do this in accordance with Islam. And I'm like, you're like, for bring example, me, <laughs> wait, hold on. Bring, bring me the evidence that tells me what I'm doing is not Islamic or what this person is doing is not Islamic. Like, don't put your cultural bias onto mm-hmm. me just because like maybe your parents didn't uh, raise you that way or whatever. But I, I was raised the way I am today. And I'm not here to, you know, I'm not here to impress you. You know, I'm here to impress Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm here to do this for the sake of Allah. You know, the way I look, People are telling me that's not the way a Muslim should look. Or people are telling me that um, 
people are telling me that uh, if you want people to be like take it, you serious, look like a Muslim. You have to like, look like a Muslim. I'm like, what does a Muslim look like? You know, there are reverts out there. There are people who who have tattoos. Mm -hmm. There are people who you know struggle with uh, the dean still. Like, but are you gonna tell me? Like, yeah, are you gonna tell me that I'm a Muslim? Yeah. Like, it, see, it's a. It's wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah, like no other way to put it. Just uh, because someone speaks Arabic versus someone doesn't speak Arabic, they're not more Islamic just mm -hmm. because of that, or just because someone wears a thobe and someone who's not wearing a thobe, that doesn't make them any more Islamic than the next person, right? Mm -hmm. You know what does Allah say? You know the 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 best from among you is the ones who remember Allah the most. Mm -hmm. These are the best from among you, not based on your culture, not the one who dress what skin, what skin color you are, what kind of hair you have, or you know all these different types of things that you know human beings are so. Uh, upon right you know I never thought I'd see the day where my own Muslim brothers and sisters would discriminate against me for giving them a reminder just because I don't look how they want me to look just because mm -hmm. I don't look like respectful or whatever you, like how you see in your eyes just because I don't look that way you want to throw off the message that I'm giving you you want to throw off the reminder I'm giving you and people want to be arrogant talking about oh I already know all this stuff okay if you already know it then why are you not God you know everything right we're human beings we all have imper imperfections right meaning mm -hmm. we all need reminders so even if you already know something I'm gonna tell you again hundred more times because we all need the reminder we forget things you know we go through so many different things and you know things go over our heads all the time right like for example we all know we shouldn't be mad and we shouldn't be violent right but at the same time though we get mad a lot so and then again like you know are you gonna tell me that's no, something Allah, that you already know it, it, well it makes me think of the time remember we were at the masjid and there was a fellow brother he told one of our friends that he couldn't pray in that outfit because it showed a little bit of his shoulder yeah and it, it we could tell that he wasn't he we told him to bring us evidence because like what are you talking about like the people at the kaaba the people in mecca and medina they pray like this they pray you have to reveal your shoulders yeah, yeah. So his aura was covered in everything, but he was still trying to remind him. But then we we conflicted with him. We talked to him. And then eventually he realized he understood what we were trying to tell him. You know, that's a good example. Like, oh, we all need reminders. But yes, but that, make sure you're reminding from a, a, a base standpoint or else you will be destroyed. Like, you're, Yeah, no. Look, reminding, yeah, reminding in a like a kind manner. But also mm -hmm. you have to remember, you can't be calling stuff Islamic, Islamic or Islamic, Islamic and uh, think that you can get away with it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells you, do not speak of what you do not know. And there's a hadith on the Prophet ﷺ. He said that anybody who uh, like speaks lies about me, then let him see the fire. Like, you, you you see how it is like it's how it's a grave. How, it's important. Yeah, how it's important. big that is, bro. Like because look, you gotta understand how dangerous it is, right? Like when you start implementing your own things into Islam, when you start saying things are haram when they're not really haram, or when you start trying to say things are halal when they're not really halal. Look at people of of before. Look at the people of the previous scriptures. This is exactly what they did, and mm -hmm. this is exactly how they started to change the book by their own hands. Mm -hmm. You know, from their own shahwat. We don't desire. we don't want to do this, right? We don't want to implement our desires into the book of Allah. Mm -hmm. You know, the book of Allah is already perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And what he has revealed is perfect and his messenger perfect. But if when we start to implement our own things right now, we hurt ourselves. We hurt the society, you know, and mm -hmm. we mess everything up and now we're all in, in like, conflict. Islam has been preserved since the dawn of time. And for you to come here and say that no one needs to be like this, well, like, like the Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam said, you should see the fire. Well, if you, if you want to say something, if you want to speak on something and you have no knowledge about it, then go seek someone who knows it. But if you know something, then act upon it. And this you know, is like, be the example for it if you know it. But if you don't know it, go seek knowledge about it. Because a lot of people, they want to speak on something they don't know. And I, we, like, us three, we've, um, like been hard on ourselves from day one saying we can't speak on something we don't know. Mm -hmm. We have to be very careful about that stuff. And if we do, then that's why we say we're open to correction. Go ahead and correct us. Mm -hmm. But then there are people who like, they think they will be they are above other people. They speak to people in a in mm -hmm. a manner that they are above them. And no matter where you come from, you're not above nobody. Like you're still a human, just like me. Like there's nothing that you can do or you can say that will put you above me, because only Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala decides who is above um, 
like above anybody else in status. Yeah, he de- he determines the ranks. And yeah, who, exactly. Who, he determines who has the honor. Well, hey, that's. And if you want, if you want to really talk about it, we could talk about like the way that you know we're we're dudes who grew up in America, but we're also from Sudan. So there's there's a cultural like it's like a cultural confliction. That, yeah, yes. there's a confliction there because you know we grew up in the culture of like the American ways, even though there's so many cultures in America. Like there are so many different uh, people mm-hmm. here, and then we're also from Sudan. So like we have to adjust to both lifestyles, mm-hmm. and like one lifestyle is obviously going to be conflicting with the other because one is you know the, one is like secular. There's no there's no religion in in America. Then mm-hmm. in Sudan, you know, it's Islamic, but the culture is not Islamic. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's built off like precedents of Islam, right? Just mm-hmm. like how all Middle Eastern cultures are built off precedents of Islam, but that's not Islamic. And a lot of people get that mixed up. You know, I'm so, like, like I I've had <laughs> I've had cultural identity issues being from Sudan and also growing up in America because I'm someone who's adjusted to America. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm also proud of my like my Sudanese roots. Mm-hmm. But then the people of Sudan, they see me as like a threat. They see me as someone who's like he's Sudanese, but he's not really Sudanese. And you know, that's another problem: nationalism. Nationalism, it's haram. In Islam, you can't be like you can't be proud of where you're from and think you're, like you're better. You think than you're better than someone just because of where you're from. Yeah. That's not the case, bro. The the Arab brother didn't choose to be Arab. The black brother didn't choose <laughs> to be black. The Asian brother didn't choose to be Asian. Why should you be proud of something that you didn't choose Why? and something you didn't work for? Look, yeah. what did the Europeans do to the Muslims and the non-Muslims? Yes. Right? They colonized them because they thought that those people were barely human beings. They mm-hmm. thought whatever they came with was was above all else, right? And mm-hmm. you know what ended up happening? You know the whole world, you know. What starts to clash, right? Yes. And even to this day, there's still problems about that. Mm-hmm. Everyone is still talking Look, about yeah. that. It's still, problem, still mad. There's still problems from the ideology that they had of that they were better than another race. Like Darwin, um, racial Darwinism. You know what that is? Or I think that's what it's called. It's like the the idea that I'm better than someone just because of my race. Is just because of my Darwinism? social something something, oh, something like that. Go ahead and explain it. But like you think you're better than someone, it's basically just racism. You think you're better than someone just because of your race. And racism. Think has about no think place about the Islam. all the atro- atrocities and horrors the world has endured just because of this thought. And if you if you were one of the persons that think like this, consider your, like, compare yourself to the Europeans because this is the way they thought. Yeah, and they're like it's so it's so prevalent because. Like people will want to think that they're better than someone as a Muslim or because of where they're from or whatever. And so how does that make you any better than the people who colonized uh, yeah. the Muslims? Like, how does that make you any or better? Or colonize the blacks. Yeah, or like the people who threw their religion onto other people and threw their, you know, their cultural values onto other people and said, this is better for you. What you do is not good. What we do is good. No matter, even if like there was a culture that may have been struggling, there's obviously still good about them. Like, you know, they'd be proud. Like, you know, Sudan, Sudan has been struggling for a while. Like they've, they've been having governmental issues and all this, but you know, the people are still proud of who they are and like where they're from. But like that, that gives no one an excuse to go in there and say like, oh, we're better than you and we're going to we're going to fix you up the way we uh, we want to. Like, yeah, like gonna who, throw- who are you? Like, yeah. what are your credentials? Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. what do you really have to offer? <laughs> That's why. But I yet you're just human being like me. You're Benny Adam, just like me. And like, you believe it, you're better. It than even me. happened to me one time. I remember I went to um, like the passport uh, place in like Sudan or something. And uh, the security or whoever was, we were speaking with, she was saying, what, you're not proud to be Sudan? I was just like, man, Sudan's not proud to have me. And then she was like, yeah, we don't want you. And I was like, damn, like that, like that hit close to home. I was like, bro, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not American. I don't claim to America and I can't, Sudan doesn't even claim me. So what am I supposed to do? And that's where, you know, the Muslim it, it, identity it, it, came in. But, it, you know, it, it, I, I stopped, like, I stopped worrying about like where I'm from or this and that. I said, I'm Muslim. I'm not, I don't care about like, 
if you think I'm Sudani or if you don't think I'm Sudani anymore. Like, I'm a Muslim. That's what I want to be known as. You know, the word Muslim, that the word Islam, you know, the word, uh, the meaning of I submit my will to Allah. That's all I need to be known for. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be known as someone who's from the land of the blacks, <laughs> which is what Sudan means. But like, like, wallahi, it's crazy because the people, they'll put their own desires and own cultures onto the religion. You see this case in uh, the colonizers. The um, Back in, uh, after the Colombian exchange, when they started to bring slaves in and they started the, the, the slave trade, the, the white people, they used to tell the slaves that this is what God wanted. They used yeah. to tell them, even though like it didn't say that in the scripture, it didn't say it in the Bible. This is the, the white people. They used to tell them that this is what God wanted, but even though that's not what God wanted, but that's what their desires wanted. They wanted people to work for them so that they can make money. And then they twisted the words of the Bible and they said that this is what God wanted, even though it's not, even though you can like ask any Christian, the Bible doesn't say you should harbor slaves. You, you can see right there. And you, you see, that's why it changed. There's an error in their ways. That's an example of how when you implement your culture onto your, the religion, it deviates. Yeah, that's the same for people who think that, like, for cultures who think that they can just marry off their daughter to anybody saying, like, this is the way of Islam. Like, no, nah, that's not the way of Islam. Islam doesn't tell you to go and, like, choose, like, the spouse for your daughter and mm -hmm. say that this is best for you. So that's a culture. Arranged marriage. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, arranged marriage. That's, that's, that's cultural. That's cultural. Has that's no not place Islam. in Islam. Yeah, Racism nah. has no place it's in Islam. Islam. Like, look, for example, right? You see people, you know, they're so used to uh, their culture, right? Or the people that they're around, right? Which is, you know, of course, their culture, right? They, you know, let's say they're, they're making a... Let's say someone's father, they're making a hala, uh, haram source of income, right? But, you know, the son tries to go and address him about this and try to tell him, you know, and this has no place in Islam, it's haram and this and that. You know, what is the father going to say? Who are you to tell me? Are you really are you really going to try and, you know, question me for what I do? You know, this is how I pay. Look at the we've house done, that I give done you. This, I've done, done this, this for all years. for you. You know, what, is it, what, is it, what does it say in the Quran? You should obey your parents. Like, yeah, of course. But, you know, at the same time, though, what you're doing is not right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to, but you're, he's, he is so used to the people around him and, you know, the haram income that, that him and his family members all bring in that, you know, he's too arrogant to take that in. Right. And he doesn't want to take that in. He doesn't want to face the reality. He doesn't want to face the truth mm -hmm. just because this is his culture and this is exactly what he grew up upon. Yeah, like someone someone who hit me up, because you guys have seen our videos online. Someone, like you guys remember when my hair was braided and I would wear the do-rag. Someone, someone told me, are you not embarrassed for the hair that you like display trying to, and like the the cap that you're wearing? And I was like, no, why would I be like, why would you ridicule me about that? Like you're, you're, you're slandering me right now because you're telling me to my face and you're telling me something that's not true. And then she was, uh, I don't know who it was, but they were like, this is not Islamic and you're trying to act like someone who's from the hood. And, and, then, <laughs> and then I was like, I responded to them. I said, look, I'm not going to argue with you in the comment, in these comments, because, you know, as a Muslim, I am taught to like, I'm going to, I'm going to be peaceful. I'm not going to argue with you because for what? And then they were like, um, oh, that you're really respectful. You're really kind. And then they were like, would you marry your daughter to someone who looks like that? I was like, it's me. Like if, if, my, if some dude looks like me. I'm not, I'm not looking at the way he looks. I'm looking at his character. character yes, look at his dean. Look at, yeah. And you could see part of my deen from the video I, I, that uh, they were talking yeah. about. You know, I'm speaking about Islam. I'm speaking about a, the way of Allah. Yeah. Like you could make an entire video about a reminder, a beautiful reminder, reminding you of the remembrance of God. And then all you could think about is his hair. That's all. That's all you pull from that. Wallahi, shaitan's pulling strings. He's throwing spears that's, at you. That's, at that's your part head. of you being arrogant. Like you it's literally just you. throw all the good stuff away and you just focus yeah. on the bad and thing. And then Wallahi, you, Hussein, you and it's not even bad. I'm on top of that. Like, yeah. look, I, I get DMs all the time. Brother, you need to change your hair. You you're, you don't look Islamic. Like, look. Wallahi, Hussein, he told me a beautiful thing he the pre, the person told him he doesn't look like a muslim i seen asked me he said what does a muslim look like well lie and then we, we both just sat there we looked at each other like 
Damn. I was like, I don't know what a Muslim is. What is a Muslim? Like, Muslim, Muslim like, a Muslim is someone who a Muslim is someone who projects their head to, to Allah. That's like, all. You, that's all you, that you it can't is. Just, there's, there's no appearance in a Muslim. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala told you He made you into different nations and tribes, just so, so you, so you can know, know, know one another. Yeah, yes. it doesn't say what you look like. It just says He made you into different people, like so different nations, different another. color, like different uh, exactly. different value, cultural values. And Allah is beautiful because, like, what if everyone looked the same? Like, it wouldn't like. There's no. There's no. It's not tasteful. There's no distinct. You can't distinguish between people if everybody looks the same. Everyone looked the same, talked the same, had the same languages. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Like, and um, <laughs> I hear that. that but uh, what's it called? Um, I lost my train of thought. I'm tripping right now. Oh yeah. Oh, so there was another one. So this dude, he DM me by like he DM me directly because then he said he said, "Bro, cut those strings off your head." And I was like, "Like, dang, bro." <laughs> He's like, "People will take you seriously if you cut the strings off your head." And I was like. Brother, I don't do this for you. I do this for the sake of Allah. And regardless of like what, what a person looks like, because it brought me back to, you know, all the people I've, on social media I've seen, like where women who may not wear hijab and, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll give dawah or they'll put a Quranic yeah. verse on the screen or something, right? So essentially, you know, calling people to the way of Allah, you know, the best thing you can do is call, the pe call people into the way of Allah. It's the best of speech. Yeah. And so, and then people will be even shaitan is confused in comments or something like that. And it, it brought me back to that. I was like, bro, everybody will ignore the message they were just given because shaitan got in their head. Shaitan is telling you like, oh no, forget what they're even saying. Even shaitan is yeah. confused. Like, no, you're, shaitan is confusing you. Shaitan yeah. is playing you. Yeah. Shaitan is controlling like, you. Like, imagine getting good advice from a person, but all you can focus on is their flaws. It's too much animosity. It's too much hate. You're, you're focused on the other person when they're trying to help you. Yeah. How could you like focus on another person's flaws when they're trying to help you? Is, is it not backwards or your head is not turned upside down like the people? <laughs> there, there's a reason why. Yeah, look, <laughs> there's a reason why you shouldn't be throwing like your views onto the way of Islam. Islam has already been interpreted in the most perfect manner. You know, the Sunnah and the Sirah of the, the, the Rasulullah, right? And there's no reason for you to be throwing your like your bias onto it. It doesn't it, it doesn't make because sense. Then again, who are you? Yeah, and it's a it's a gross sin. Like, mm -hmm. if you speak about something you do not know, and I I felt it before. I've spoken on something I do not know before, and, you, and it bites next, you. It yeah, bites, it bites you, back. you back. It, <laughs> like, it bit me back quick. Like, <laughs> I remember I did it one time. I said, um, I said like, oh, something. I said something is in the Quran, and then when it wasn't in the Quran, and then the next day, like bad things were happening to me all day. I was like, this reminds me. This reminds me of an, uh, of a story, right? There was there was two people, right? They used they they were both Muslims, right? One was, you know, like he was mashallah, like he didn't disobey Allah, right? But the other one, he was he was so indulged in sins and he couldn't get out of it, right? And he mm -hmm. kept committing the sins. So the one, the one that, you know, was always obeying Allah told him, you know, you need to stop, brother. And he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna stop. And then he keeps on going. And then he keeps he keeps doing all these major sins, right? So then he says, By Allah, Allah will never forgive you. So you know what Allah did? Allah took both their lives, right? And Allah, Allah told the one who kept making the sins, enter, enter Jannah with my rahmah, out of my mercy. And then he told the one, he told the one, enter the hellfire. He said, how you spoke, you spoke on about Allah from which you do not, not know. know. You know, what do you mean? What do you mean Allah's not, by Allah, Allah's not going to forgive you? Are you Allah? Do you get to decide that? No, you don't get to decide that. Mm -hmm. You know, ima imagine saying such a thing. Allah will not forgive you. Imagine, imagine how that person's supposed to feel after that. You know, they're not going to care about anything after that. You know, if God's not going to forgive me, might as well keep on going. You know, what, you know, what, yeah. what, what outcome is there going to be other mm -hmm. than, you know, punishment? So I might as well enjoy my time here. You know, these yeah. types of things. Well, see, it's a dangerous statement when you speak of what you do not know. And then the people, they'll tell you, oh, the people will take you seriously if you cut the strings off your head. Are you the people? 
Like, do you speak of what you do not know? Dude, look, look, matter of fact, bro, forget all the people. Dude, if Allah takes me seriously and I'm getting the good deeds, dude, who are you, bro? Like, go ahead, like, you know, go on about your Ridicule business, me, right? Yes, like, exactly. you know, there's there's other brothers on YouTube you can go ahead and watch. You know, look, you don't have to just watch me. I read, I read a Quranic, uh, a verse in the Quran recently that, like, like shook me in my boots, bro. So when I was when I was doing research about, like, culture versus Islam, it said that, you know, like, in, in essence of, like, in terms of the person who speaks on that which they do not know, uh, in the book of Allah, in the way of the Rasul, alayhi salatu wasalam, it said that, you know, the one who fears Allah will shake at the words of the Quran, but then he will, like, he will feel that relaxation when he finds out, like, that, you know, the rahmah of Allah, you know, the mercy and the forgiveness of Allah outweighs his wrath, outweighs, uh, outweighs the punishment, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that made, like, that was in the Quran, and that made me shake. I was, I was shaking from that, but then I was like, you know, it made me think, okay, you know, everything that we do in this life, it may not be accepted. Your prayers may not be accepted. Your du'as, everything may not be accepted. But then at the same time, it's the fact that you're still doing it with the with the right intention. If you keep your intention, like, clean and pure, and you're not trying to do bad, you're not trying to spread falsehood, you're not trying to spread fitna in, in the land, in the in this life, then Allah will forgive you. And you have to trust that Allah will forgive you in, in that sense. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm, I'm like, speaking on topic like this is because there are a lot of people who will go at other people with bad intentions you're not going at them with intentions of like seeing them do better or trying to inform them on something you're you're attacking them you're trying to like address your superiority to them as a muslim whether it's your cultural values or your values of like you yourself Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you like you can't look at yourself as higher than someone else where in the Quran does it say that like there are some people who are better than others? <laughs> it says, yeah, for, for prophets, yeah, there are prophets who are held in higher status than others. And we know about that. But it doesn't say for any uh, for anybody else, it doesn't say that. Because if you were held in higher status than anybody else, you'd be a prophet, wouldn't you? Well, it says the ones who remember Allah the most, which is an equal playing ground for everyone, whether you're black, white, Indian, mm -hmm. whatever you yeah. are. But yeah, you have no so. idea if, like, right, right. no matter I'm how much then, you remember, of course, if, and then, like, yeah. it's being accepted. Yeah, so it is accepted. But I'm saying you wouldn't know that until the afterlife. Look, look, you guys, do you guys know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to you when you start reciting Surah Al-Fatiha? Mm -hmm. What does it say after you say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. It says, my, my slave so has praised me, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you don't know, you have no idea if that is accepted every single time, right? Because, you know, you have to have khushu when you're uh, in the salah. Yeah. Like, there are so, there are so many small things in the deen of Islam that you have to think about and you have to understand that like, yeah, you may have prayed all your five prayers in one day or you may have done this and that. You may have done these good deeds, but what did they, what were you doing it for? Did you, like, were you truly focused in Salah? I always think about that. I'm always like, dude, I have no idea if I was in the prayer and like, if it got accepted right now. So I, I, I like, I hope, you know, I, I pray to Allah, you know, accept my prayers. And basically my point is, is that, when like if you're gonna inform somebody on uh, on a certain thing, you have to truly understand what you're doing it for. Are you doing it for the sake of Allah? Or are you trying to make a fool out of this person? Because if you're if you're and trying doing, to make yourself look all big, yeah, exactly. If you're trying to make yourself look like you know more than yeah, the other if, person, if you're doing it for a couple laughs, how how down low are you? How despicable are you? Yeah, because if you look at anything that we do, just because we may come like with a little passion, we're not we're not giving the dawah, we're not spreading the way of, uh, of Islam, and you know like calling people to the way of Allah. Just for, for our benefit. We're doing it for the fact that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he told us to do this. He said, this is the best of speech. And in the khutbah that we just went to on Friday, what did the imam say? He said, if you knew only one verse of the Quran and you taught it to somebody, that is one of the best things you could do. You only knew one verse. If you knew one word. Like, because think about it like this. 
we have a book and we claim it to be the word of God. Why would we not spread it? Why would we not like try and help people? We have a book that it's the criterion for the entire of humanity. Imagine like it's a, it's a syllabus. Yeah. And why would you not try to, why would you not try to spread it? Imagine. That's like you saying, I don't want the betterment of society. That's like saying, I don't want people to go to paradise. Like, look, yeah. how, how, how greedy and selfish do you have to be? <laughs> and how arrogant do you have to really be for that? Because look, that's what people of previous scripture they did. They concealed it mm-hmm. and they changed it by their hand. And this is exactly what what, what can well, happen right now. If this is if, what we're if, warning if against. People. Well, look, for those people who want to speak on somebody's appearance, talking about this is this is not what Islam looks like, or you need to look like a Muslim or whatever, or people will take you serious if you look like this. Think about it as if someone was homeless. Like, what would you tell a homeless person if he were to call you to Islam? Or if he if he showed up at the mosque and he was someone who like was telling you um hadith or something about the Quran or giving you some sort of dawah, what would you tell him? Would you tell him I'm not taking you seriously because you look like that? Like, what would you do? You turn could him you away? Ima- yeah, could you imagine? But that's, he even told us, that's he, he told, he, he, we were speaking about this, the same thing. He was like, if someone were, was to uh, come into the mosque, like they, they, like, they have no clothes on. You can't turn them away if they're seeking to mm-hmm. find knowledge about Islam. Because mm-hmm. if you do, that, that's a sin on you. Because what if you turn them away from Islam now? And people, people like, want to say the same thing about us. They want to be like, oh, what you're saying here might turn people away from Islam. That's not, we're not turning anybody away from Islam. Shaitan will turn you away from Islam. Because what we say, we're not trying to do it in a way that's like, oh, if you do this, you're a kafir. We've never said nobody's a kafir. He says, like, after, in every episode, he says, the one who does this is not a kafir. Like, the one who does anything except for leaves their prayer is not a kafir. If you leave your prayer, now you've left the fold of Islam. Mm-hmm. What? Share it, share it, Allah, share it. <laughs> that's good it's speaking good words huh? yeah so what does no one want to add nothing I want to talk about I want to talk about racism in Islam okay go ahead a lot, well can't even say that, that's a false sentence there is no racism in Islam like could you imagine bro when we turn up at the mosque nowadays there's more and more reverts there's more the and you see it every every color, every race, every like they Islam look like they the look everything. Racially diverse it's religion. racially diverse religion. Like you never seen like you know <laughs> even in, like in Mecca and Medina, you see every single type of person. Even in Mecca and Medina, when uh, I saying when you when we went to Mecca and Medina, you had your hair braided, and not a, not a single in Mecca and Medina they're filled with shayukh. They're filled with the people the people who do goodness, and they didn't even say a word to you. No one said a word to you. They, they still gave you the regular going, salam. Going back and to, to racism, what the Prophet said, he said, he said the, black, the white person is not over the black person. The Arab is not over the non-Arab. Meaning mm-hmm. like, you know, racism has no place in Islam, right? And, and just because the Quran is in Arabic does not mean it's an Arab. Uh, Dude, does not mean Islam is an Arab religion. It, the people, when it was sent to, it was the, people sent to the people of because they, they spoke Arabic at that time too. And plus, the Arabic of the Quran is way more eloquent than any yeah. Arabic that anybody has spoke throughout so time. So even still, even the Arab has to learn the Arabic of the Quran. Right. Like yeah, yeah because well, the elo- there's the eloquence of the Quran. That's like yes, look at it. It's true, true, ling- true linguistics. Yeah. Like it is, it is the basis of the grammar for the Arabic today. Yeah, the, exactly. the Quran. Well, like, it's, it's amazing. So it's like, and what? Wait, when you were talking about like uh, my hair was braided when we did Umrah and we went to Mecca and Medina. Yeah, obviously. Why would those people? They're focused on their deen. I'm focused on mine. You know, I'm focused on my journey getting closer to Allah. Everybody's focused on their own journey getting closer to Allah. That's actually that's actually a good uh, lesson right there. Like. If you're gonna if you're gonna see other people, why do you, why do you need feel the need to comment on the way they look like, or what what they do like that? It's it's no concern of yours. Like go get you go get closer to Allah. If if I'm truly doing something wrong and you see it, then go ahead and advise me. But don't ridicule me, don't slander me, and don't backbite me, because we've spoken on that. That's that's a true sin. Indeed, some assumption is a sin. Mm-hmm. 
And bro, wallahi, another thing I want to talk about is people they'll make fun of a they'll make fun of a people just because like they um just because of how they look or something they can't control. You know, like in some cultures, it's okay to be big and beefy, and like they'll make, people will make fun of them for it. Like, like of, of course you could control your weight, but like, I'm. What about like your nose? What if someone makes fun of your nose? Like, are you are you that yeah, like are you that mentally enslaved? Noses, dog. Are you, you that are you that stupid? You got to make fun of something that they can't control. You Even making fun, fun of the, the creation of a. You got to make fun of the creation of God. Like, come on. Allah like, created that. And you you like, have no bro. One day that man might be your employer, and you, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make fun of him because of his nose. <laughs> also, speaking of racism, what, what is like like backtracking racism now, like the way it's going back to how it was in like the 50s and what the 30s because racism it's still all alive obviously like i don't think racism can die now i'm not just talking about in the muslim culture i'm just talking about like even in like where we live in america mm-hmm. like living in the west mm-hmm. r- racism is also like kind of reverse too nowadays like there are people who say that black people can't be racist like what does that mean <laughs> what do you mean black people can't be racist I, there are yeah. so many people who have said oh they don't like white people or for no reason at all they just say say that like they don't like white people you know you know why i've like, forgive me for what I, like, I feel bad for white people nowadays, in, uh, white people in America or in the West, because now for a white man to be like relevant or like to, they want to, they want to classify themselves as something. They have to say, oh, my mom's mixed race, or they have to say, oh, I'm transgender or I'm, I'm lesbian or I'm gay. Like they have to say any of these things just to feel wanted. I feel, no, no, well, why? Because, because the world, everyone is a minority group now. Everyone is being oppressed nowadays that the, except the like white people like, oh, how can you be oppressed? You guys are colonized. Like this is, this is the, like. Hold on, bear with me. This is like the system now. This is like the system, like what's in the system. You understand? Okay. Like the white people, they have to, they, now, nowadays they have to have something wrong with them. Like, or they have to say something, my mom, or they'll just say like, my mom's mixed race, my father, oh, my father's this race, or I'm gay, or, oh no, I'm transgender. This, that. They have to have something wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because they be, people, like yeah, everybody, race, everybody wants, look, everybody no, wants or like, to they have to the have, card. they have to like, uh, make something up for themselves. Yeah, because, because everybody wants to play the victim Because everyone wants, everyone wants to have it, wants to be a victim. Dude, yeah, it's like you know blaming all the white people for slavery back then. Yeah. Like you know that, that this has no place in Islam again. You know Islam doesn't believe in the concept of original sin, right? You know th- this is one thing that distinguishes us from Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. You know I'm not I'm not gonna sit here. Let's say if if you were rob a store, if I was to say, matter of fact, not only you but your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids, all of them, they're all wrong for what you did. Like th- that's not fair, right? So the same thing you know, it goes for white people, black people, whatever, whatever the, your ancestors did or people you know of the yeah, past did. Like, you you have you hold no accountability. To yeah, that. the son is not held accountable for the actions of the father, and the the father's not held accountable for the actions of the son. It's vice versa. It um, I don't th- I don't like how some people will say stuff like you you're the reason that people are turning away from Islam. I've seen I've seen uh people who said that like what never in my life what i thought a fellow muslim would tell another muslim who's giving dawah say you're turning people away from islam when we're really calling people to islam like do you see the contradiction there there you can't unless i was telling you like truly bad things like, i'm only giving you the bad things that could happen to you like talking about the hellfire and all the stuff of hellfire only that type of stuff and like the type of people who would we, don't even, we don't even talk about bro exactly like, even even in the quran what does allah subhanahu wa ta'ala start every surah with except with the exception of one in the name of allah in the name of god the most gracious the most merciful and even don't the, even focus look if you're a new muslim don't even focus on the hellfire focus on a, a god's mercy because that's the greatest not even just that dude the one chapter that he doesn't say that what's the chapter called the repentance <laughs> the repentance <laughs> And what about like and the fact that 
how many times does Allah give glad tidings to the to the people who do good and who are the believers? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. He doesn't. And and how many ver- uh, how many verses does he end with? And he's like the most forgiving or the the most uh, merciful or the most even, gracious. Even in even in this he's world, the seeing, he's even the in, knowing, even in this world, think about how merciful God is to allow people. Like I'm, I still to this day refuse that someone will work hard and do good things, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will not bless them with things in this world and in the next for the Muslim. I still be- I still refuse to believe it because like. Think about how many. Think about how merciful Allah is to allow, like, Subhanallah. Well, you gotta, you gotta trust that Allah's like mercy is like yeah. it's gonna touch you whenever you ask for it. Like you have to, you have to trust that if you repent, that you know Allah, Allah will forgive you no matter what you did. But you also have to take accountability for yourself, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I did something wrong." Like you have, to, or if you don't know that you did something wrong, that's why there are du'as for you to ask for for Allah to forgive the sins that. Uh, you know about and the ones that you don't know about and to forgive your uh, past sins your current sins and your future sins because you have no idea you everybody's still going to keep sinning. like you it's not like you're going to die without ever sinning no matter like from the moment you're living right now because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has allowed shaitan to live this this long to uh try and stray people away but Allah mm-hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala he, what did he say oh wait. he said he will continue forgiving right I'll... as long as they seek mm-hmm. repentance as long as they turn back to Allah I want to bring this up Shaitan was the first racist. The, the <laughs> Satan was the first racist. What did he say? He said, "He said Adam Adam was made from clay, and I was made from fire, so I got to be better than him." And what happened, bro? He got he got banished. He got he got kicked out. He got clapped, bro. He got like, clapped, yeah, he right? said he put he got an eternal curse on him. He knows where he's going to. He knows he where he knows he's going to the hellfire. And still to this day, he you know you know why Satan tries to divert people, the humankind from by starting by diverting the families. If if people aren't united together, you know nothing will ever be done right together. And that's why that's why he diverts them with racism. But <laughs> like he he wants you to hate each other. He wants you to hate each other. He wants you to hate each other. From racism to religion to, to religion, culture yeah. and all this other stuff. Because where you at? All the sex mo- and then you, look, but at the end of the day, you have to realize we're all human. That's people listen, always focus on the everyone, flaws. Everyone is lost except for the ones you know, who do you good know, deeds. You know what? I look at a brother and I say, "Wow, this brother is beautiful." When he when I've never seen a, like when the brother he only sees the good in a person. You don't, you don't want to expose someone's flaws. You don't want to talk about someone's flaws. Like, why would you do that? There comes no benefit with that because everyone has flaws. Why would you expose his or why would you tell everyone, um, people about his? You know what I'm trying to say? People are insecure about their own. Yeah. And you want to know where we're at our most vulnerable? Because you guys were saying like, he, he, Shaitan diverse the families, right? Mm-hmm. When we're at our most vulnerable, when we're lonely. Loneliness is, is a hard thing to cope with because a lot of people, when, if they're by themselves, then they don't know how to feel. Like they they always want some like some form of companionship. What Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He created us in pairs, right? He created us to want companionship. Everybody wants like like whether it's your spouse or whether it's your friends or your family, you always want to have people by your side. And what, one of the hardest things to cope with is the fact that even when you're alone, even if you were in the darkest pit, like in a, in an abyss, falling forever, you you could like if you knew that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is with you because indeed the help of Allah is near. Then nothing could beat you. There's nothing that could defeat you. Shaitan cannot take any type of hold on you if you knew that, because you know, yeah, okay, uh, Shaitan, he could, uh, they could whisper in your ear and they can try to whisper bad into your ear, but you know the fact that Allah is even closer to you. Like the help of Allah is even closer, and the help of Allah encompasses all things. Hmm. There is nothing that Allah cannot uh, do or like help you with that is like limited. He, there's no limitation upon Allah. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, what is one of the names of Allah? He's uh, I can't think of the name. What is it in English? Um, omnipotent. Kadir, Al Kadir. Is it that? 
Well, in in, in um in the dua we usually say after the salah, you say "Hu ala kulli shayin kadir." So oh, yeah, Allah is over all things. things. Uh, uh, yeah, omnipotent, and he and before that, what does it say? To him belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth, and all praise. Mm-hmm. So if who he, who's Rabban Alameen, Rabb of everything that has been created. Yeah. You know, the Lord of the heavens and the earth and all that is in between them. So when he when he says something, when Allah says something, when Allah declares something, when Allah declares his opinion, no person's it opinion can go can go against that. Your opinion does not matter at that point. So if Allah says, you know, racism, racism has no place in Islam, racism has no place in the, in the human being, then that, that's exactly the way it should be. You know, you you coming in and bringing in your own racism, you are you are completely lost. And you need to you need to seek guidance and you need to seek the knowledge. But yeah, that's there's, a, there's culture and then there's Islam. That's yeah. that's how we there's a it. there's a warning there's a warning for everybody who wants to ever put any type of values or views onto somebody else and call it Islam. Don't put Islam in front of something that you think. Don't put you think in front of anything. Don't put Allah says or the Quran says or don't put the Prophet said. Don't put none of that in front of your opinion or anything that cannot be backed by the Sunnah or the the words of Allah. If it can't be backed, if if the Tafsir cannot you know back what you want to say. Then don't say it at all, because like the Prophet said in the Hadith, you know, see the fire. <laughs> that that's a that's a bold statement. So yeah, with that being said, uh, that's gonna close out. Hold this on, hold on, hold on. Remember, we gotta remind them again. Well, I was gonna. All right, we gotta right. remind them that Islam is not here to destroy your culture. You know, Islam is here to perfect your culture. You know, like like yeah. we said, because Islam Islam is here just to correct the injustices, to correct the lies that you know your culture spreads. Right, you know. You see, you see the injustices that happen today, right? And Islam has only come to perfect that, right? Not to banish your culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not scholars and we're open to correction. <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah. scholars. SubhanAllah. Students of knowledge. With that being said, that's going to close out this episode. SubhanAllah. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. You know, subscribe, like, uh, follow us, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I think we're close to 1,000. So soon enough, we'll hopefully get a Q&A out, inshallah. But yeah, with that being said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum